Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Laugh and Chat with Ty and Liz. So I have some great news, but I also have some very sad news. So unfortunately, Liz could not be here with us today um, because this is the episode I'm recording with my mother. So unfortunately, Liz couldn't be here because she fell ill. So to take her place for the time being is going to be my lovely mother. Do you want to introduce yourself? I am Maria. I am Tyler's fabulous mother. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is my mother. She's going <laughs> to spill some tea. Um, she's already being a difficult guest already. Um, <laughs> so we're recording in the studio, and she was sitting down, and we we're getting ready. And uh, there's people that are outside the studio that you can see. And she is, like, a little nervous, I guess. And she didn't want people staring at her, which, you know, I don't blame her. But she's like me. She'll get distracted a little bit easy. So, like I am right now. Yeah. (laughs) So, I'm getting distracted. So, we reached our goal of 100 people. And as I promised, you are here on our podcast. Yay! Where's the applause button? My mom wants to try out all the buttons. So. (laughs) I've been waiting weeks to do that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's very hard to see. So, you can pull it closer to you. So, if you want to fiddle with some of the buttons. So, we're going to, I guess, have some fun on this podcast today. (laughs) As my mom plays with the buttons. Awesome. (laughs) Some of these are a little weird. Yeah, but we got to get a bigger, bigger mixer, so, you know. I have to say that Tyler has all his toys in his studio. <laughs> he loves, like, Pokemon and all these. He does have Stitch, which is cute, which my younger daughter loves Stitch. But I feel like I'm going to be attacked by all <laughs> these little... <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> oh, the little Pokemon. They're not going to hurt you. They won't hurt you. Oh, I lied. There is two of them. So our studio set up. There's this little bush, little green area that we have set up in here. And uh, Liz, when she was here in the studio last, she put in little toys and knickknacks into the little bit of the bush. But I thought there was only one and there's two. And if I sound a little different, it's because I don't have my usual mic. It I is with... stole it from him. <laughs> that was one of my being difficult things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I have um, a headset mic um, right now because I left with our Liz's mic with her just in case, you know, she needed to use it for some reason. Um, so... I have to use my headset mic. But at first, when we tried it once before, it just was not working. Because um, we tried to do this once before, but we think we figured out the issue was on the back, there's this sound thing. So it makes me go louder or quieter. Okay. So I think it was all the way down. So I couldn't hear anybody the last time. So, yeah. Well, um, is there anything in particular that you want to share about me? About you? About I don't me. No, see, this is hard because I don't know. Like, 
give me an idea of what you're thinking. Okay, so usually I wouldn't do this in the beginning of the episode, but we can do a little bit of the talking. So Liz, since she couldn't be here today, had sent a couple questions. And I actually honestly think they're really well-answered questions because these were going to be questions that she was going to ask you if she was here. Well, can I say something? Because I had something prepared for Liz and you, kind (laughs) of. Kind of. About co-parenting. I hear you guys talk about co-parenting all the time. And, you know, I'm proud of the way Liz and you co-parent with your significant other's other parents because, you know, had I been able to do, you know, we tried it once Mm -hmm. with your dad and Lynn. Am I supposed to say her name out loud? No one cares. (laughs) But (laughs) we tried it once. We sat down with them, thought it went well, but then it just went right back to the way it was. Yeah. And I do think it's important you know, if that's one of the things I could change in your guys's life is that me and your dad and all of us learn how to co-parent better because I do feel like it's important for kids in these situations to have that stability of both parents being able to talk to each other mm-hmm. and have that friendship, even though it's, you know, I know you're not always going to be agree or be best friends but Mm. it's important too well I I think one of the most important things and this is the thing that we've kind of discussed before and this is the thing I discuss with Chris a lot of times too um is that if I do the grounding Chris doesn't overfear the grounding if he doesn't agree with it we pull each other aside and we have the conversation about whether this is working or this isn't working, but it's never in front of our kids. Yeah. And so if we have a disagreement about something, it's never shooting down the other person in front of the kids. And I think that's important in general because if the kids are seeing that, like, you're overstepping, it may teach them later to do the same thing. And I think that, like, you can have a happy balance of whether you disagree with something or you don't disagree with something and you can meet in the middle because if I see that it should be this way and he doesn't, but we're arguing about it in front of the kids, that can dysfunction everything too. Well, plus when you have two sets of parents and I feel like we got stuck in this thing is, you know, one of you would say one thing to your dad and then you'd say something else to me and then instead of us talking about it we would so I just I want to commend you guys and and I think that's one of the great things about this younger generation that you guys have figured out is co-parenting and it's you know I think it's very very important I think it's important for the kids health and mental status and I just think it's such a great thing so yeah I just wanted to say that I meant I was wanting Liz to be here to hear it. And, you know, Liz is, you know, I've known her since she was a baby. I watched her a little bit, her and her brother when they were little. And I want her to know that even though I've not been in the family for many years, that she has always been my niece. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
I've always loved your guys' side of the family and you guys, you know, they've all yeah. been amazing people and have always, if I see them, they're always so respectful and so. And I think that like, uh, and this is the one thing that like, I kind of like see because like, um, Liz has a really good relationship with uh, her ex-husband's uh, partner. Yeah. So their stepmom. And I think that like, like what you're saying is that that would have been really great if everybody could have just been adults about certain situations. Not saying that you weren't adult. I mean, mom, you are the most wonderful parent and like, I have to commend you on that. And like, I don't think I would be the person that I am today if I didn't have your support and you've gone through your stuff, but you never took it out on us. Well, because it's not your, your fault. Parent. None of it is, you know, even even if I wasn't a fan of your dad's at certain times, I tried not to portray that to you guys just because he's still your father yeah. and he's still, I wanted you guys to make your choices on your own. It was just like with graduation when I was like, here's an invitation. If you want to send it to your dad, send it. If you don't, don't. Right. And, you know, I, I can, and just like with your weddings, when you guys were like, should we invite dad? Should we not invite dad? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I can suck it up. I can suck it up and be polite. I mean, I've even been polite with um, my now husband's ex. We've had to do three weddings together now (laughs) (laughs) and some birthday parties and, you know, and some baby showers and, you know, we're finally to the point where right. we can sit next to each other and talk to each other. It doesn't mean we're going to be best friends, but, you know, it's it's not about us. It's, right. about, it's about the, the kids. kids, the grandkids, you know, and all that. And, I, and again, I just think your generation has figured this co-parenting thing out. And it's probably because of all the things you guys have seen right. from our generation. And you guys are like, we need to fix this. And I Look think that's you. one of the greatest things <laughs> that you guys have done with your generation. So I think that like, and especially like for me, because like I also, I had to come out the gate a little bit differently with my children because of the fact that like your, your children are, your grandchildren are adopted. So like I didn't get to experience, I, I mean with Georgia I did because I mean she was a baby, but yeah. like the other two, I had to come to understand and I talked about it on the last podcast that like me and Mackenzie are trying to find a specific yeah. kind of relationship. And like, I lean, like my bond with Leo is a little similar to how I was when I was a kid. So like, I think that like, and I never try to flash it in her face, say that, you know, we'll find it. I think as she gets older and as she starts to like come into her own a little bit more, I think she and I will bond somewhere where it is. She has amazing sense of humor. She, so my husband is a little bit of a smart ass <laughs> and him and Mackenzie get along so well. Yeah. And she just thinks Bobby is hilarious. <laughs> and, but she's very witty like he is sometimes with her humor and I think she could be a little comedian. Right. She, she's, sometimes she's a little flighty and I, sh, you know, I shouldn't, I don't mean that in a mean way. 
we always say Kenzie lives in her own little world, which is fine. You know, you be you, girl. She's as cute as can be. She's a sweetheart. But um, I think she's got a chance for a little, like, comedy tour. Especially if she keeps hanging out with my husband all the time. Um, Papa Bob. But, you know, what's funny (laughs) is that he can joke around um, um, all the time and, like, pick on her and stuff like that. But if, like, I were to do it. She'd start crying. She'll start crying. But I also think that's, like, the last time I said, too. I think it's because she wants a certain kind of validation from me. But you you remember how sensitive you used to be when Bobby first came around? Like, you used to get so sensitive over his jokes. And I think you finally realized he's just joking. It's just a joke not to take things so seriously. And, you know, that's important in life. Right. You know, I know people get offended all the time. And there are certain things people should get offended about. But, you know, for the most part, people just need to realize jokes are jokes and um, and just move on. And and I'm not saying, you know, I don't. I don't agree with some jokes. I don't agree with certain things there that certain people thing, yeah. say. You know, there are certain things that shouldn't be said. But, you know, for the most part, jokes are jokes. And, you know, you need to just take everything with a grain of salt and just move on. And she's, you know, I think she just doesn't. People will say that gay couples shouldn't be allowed to adopt and blah, blah, blah. But I don't agree with that. I feel like if you're a loving home and you can give those children the lives they deserve, I don't care who the parents are. They can be 90-year-old people. If they can give that child the childhood they deserve, then that's what they need. It's not about who's raising them. It's not about whether it's two men raising them, two women, a man or a woman or one parent, it doesn't matter. As long as those kids are taken care of and loved and are able to be children. And that's what irritates me about the foster children or the foster system mm-hmm. is that these kids are just robbed of their childhood because they're put back in the home and then they're taken away and then they're put back and they're taken away. And it's just this vicious cycle. And by the time they do get out of that cycle, they're pretty much grown up and then they just, it's like, it's horrible and I hate it. Yeah. So I, you know, you got, you know, I feel blessed, you know, I feel like they have been with us forever. Since they've been born. And I remember the first time you brought them over to us and I know this is going to sound bad, (laughs) but I just fell in love with Georgia like (laughs) instantly. And I remember your grandmother saying to me, you know, Maria, what will you do if, they don't get to keep them. And I, I thought to myself, I don't know what I will do because it would be heartbreaking because they're, you know, our family is like one of the most welcoming, loving families. It doesn't matter who you are, how you are, what you are. We are the most accepting family that, you know, I just can't imagine my life without those kids now that they're here. No, I and, agree. And it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just. I get what you're trying to say. You know, we just, I think we all just fell in love with them right away. And it's just, 
it's been a blessing and I think they're so loved and so, um, well, it's, um, yeah. And it's amazing that like, they're not even genetically mine or Chris's. But what's funny is they have so many like little, like you said, you know, Tyler will talk about JJ and he'll be like, mom, there's no way that me and Steven were that bad. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you are. And there was two of you. You know, JJ is so much like you and your brother when you were younger. It's not even funny. And, you know, Kenzie, <laughs> I don't, she's just a little sassy little thing. And then, you know, Georgia's just as the cute devil. as a button. She, she is rotten. I won't call her the devil, but she is rotten. But she, she's, she's as she's cute Satan. as could be, though. That's the thing. <laughs> That's why she gets away with so much. <laughs> well, sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, like, uh, so we were, I was on the phone with Chris and, uh, it was funny because like, so my, my brother was over here, your son. Yeah, Steven, you can't stay and see your mom and at least say hi and say, I love you, mom. No, but if I had a frappe for you, I bet you would stay. A frappe. 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 <laughs> but, uh, so he was over here. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear somebody in the background that's my uh younger sister um miss love <laughs> is what i call her so um <laughs> so uh what was i saying i got distracted um, your brother being over here okay um i was going somewhere you're watching the people outside aren't I, you? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um but he was over here and um Yes. What's hilarious <laughs> is we where were we coming from? We had some long car ride and it was with her and my dad and they carried on a conversation the whole entire ride home. And it was like a two-hour, three-hour ride. I I'm, don't even remember where it was from. I'm trying to think of where it was from because I remember. Um, I don't even remember. But it was so funny. But they are a lot alike. And she just, I think she just wants people to talk to her and listen to her. Even if sometimes it makes no sense, <laughs> she just wants somebody to talk to her and listen to her. And, you know, my dad is like, when it comes to his granddaughters and his great-granddaughters, he is like the ultimate grandpa as far as listening and just doing pretty much whatever they want him to do. Absolutely. Like So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think she just is like, oh, okay, which my my um, younger daughter, Christina, has a friend, Mary, and my dad is very, he's got, he's full of knowledge. Yeah. Just full it's, of knowledge. It's kind of like. amazing. He's almost like an encyclopedia. And, you know, at, one of my younger daughter's friends, Mary, is, um, loves to talk to grandpa because, <laughs> you know, she's really, really smart. She's a smart girl. And she just loves to listen to all the knowledge he has. So it's funny when they're, <laughs> they're together because she will just sit and talk to him for hours because she just loves to hear everything he has to say. If you're listening, Grandpa, sorry, we love you. But, we um, do. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because... 
I'm not saying anything. No, it's nothing bad. I'm just, I don't don't want him to take it out of context. Like, I don't. I don't think he listens, though. What do you, oh, to this? Yeah. Well, if he does, it doesn't matter. He he wants me to read my book. Oh, okay. (laughs) On here? On here. And I'm like, that's not how this one works. It's not a reading of a podcast. That's funny. It's a, like. Me and Amanda, like, or me and Liz shoot the breeze. Like, <laughs> we talk about whatever. He just has knowledge sometimes that I don't find interesting, but it is amazing to me how much knowledge he has in his brain. <laughs> it is. Of See, I think that's where, like, Mackenzie is very smart when it comes to school, but, like, she would not survive on the streets. Oh, no. No, not at all. So, like, Leo is not very smart when it comes... Well, I wouldn't say he's not very Georgia smart. Georgia will totally survive on the street. Georgia would dominate them both in both fields. <laughs> See, like, Georgia, she doesn't... Like, her speech is a little delayed, but, like, she's a very smart she girl. She will kick somebody's ass. She knows how to get out of her bedroom now. Oh, nice. She uses her fingers yeah, to flip she's it. she's been locking our bathroom door now. <laughs> <laughs> she's locked it twice on Bobby. <laughs> he's like he's like why is the bathroom door keep being locked i was like oh yeah george has learned how to lock doors absolutely at least she's not locking us out of the house (laughs) me and uh luckily there was one day that leo got caught out of school but luckily he was there because i got locked out you need a secret key somewhere Cause you know one day she is going to lock you out. There she is standing in the window. <laughs> she is going to lock you out and be standing in that back window just laughing at you. She has. And she's just going to run back and forth and be like, ah. She has. <laughs> um, I had to run around the house one time to get into the front door because I leave the front door unlocked when I'm home. So I don't, the kids don't get locked out. And Mackenzie doesn't freak out to think that we're not home because there was that one time in West Virginia, she the she, she forgot that the car wasn't going to be there in the driveway. Well, instead of trying the door, she got confused and stood in the driveway, <laughs> and the bus driver saw her and picked her back up and took her back to school. So I had to drive all the way to school. Well, Chris had to drive all the way to school because I didn't have the car at the time. So I had to. So he had to drive to school to pick her up because I was like, I was home. I just didn't have my car. Like, God love her. So I've told her every single time, like, if you don't see a car in the parking or parking lot, it doesn't mean that I'm not home. So just go try the door handle. And if it's locked, then that might mean I'm not home. Or go around in the back and look and see before you start stressing <laughs> because I sit on the back porch all yeah. the time. So she's funny. She so that was <laughs> she's so funny when it comes to stuff. So but Georgia will lock yeah, she's locked me and Leo both out. Um the uh, one day she locked us both out. Luckily I kept my keys with me so he could run back around to get up into the house because she locked both doors. <laughs> She's like, you ain't getting in here. You're not getting in. Whatever snack I want. Um, so apparently this morning, and I didn't know this, she got up really early this morning and uh, got out of her room before anybody else got up for, to get ready for school. And uh, 
terrorize the house. And then now it's tablets that she loves to play with. She'll get a hold of her brother and sister's tablet and just start playing on it. It's so funny. Well, it could be worse things. She could be, like, you know, sneaking out of the house. That's true. Um, (laughs) She did do that one time. I was using the restroom, and I, like... You're going to have to put it, like, a lock at the top. (laughs) Yeah. So so she can't get out. Yeah. So that was a bit of a a mess. Um, And then um, there was something else. Uh, I'm getting distracted too easy by these people. Yeah, stop looking at this. I can't help it. See why I sat over here? I can't help it. We're going to have to put a uh, a cooling system and heater in here so we can keep the door closed and some lights. Um, So I don't get distracted too easy on the outside. Um, But uh, so... Yeah, she, all my kids are out there. They, since they've been there, been here, though, they've been normal. Yeah. Like, we haven't I mean, had any issues. I feel like they've adjusted, considering things we do know about them. I feel like they've adjusted very, very well. Right. Um, Except finding out that Mackenzie burnt down a whole house. Well, you know, when you <laughs> let a child cook and don't supervise, you know, that's what happens. But... <laughs> You I'm know. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> she was young. She didn't know no better. Right. She was just hungry. <laughs> right. I'm hungry. I want some biscuits. <laughs> Those kids are always hungry. <laughs> they are always hungry. <laughs> but you know, but it's... considering everything, they have adjusted very, very well. Right. And they fit in perfectly in our our family. Our eccentric family as grandpa <laughs> calls it. <laughs> very eccentric. <laughs> We're just weird. We're just weird people. <laughs> I'm a nerd. My mom was judging my outfit earlier. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, <laughs> so I love Naruto, which is an anime. If people don't know about it, um, and uh, I'm wearing a whole Naruto outfit because you can't wear anything else with these shorts. Those shorts are awful. I love Why them. would you pick out orange shorts anyway? I can't see them. Well, who picked them out? Chris, I just, no. Chris I let j- you buy that outfit, Chris. Yeah. Chris, I rely on you to when does make he tell sure me no? he is um, dressed appropriately. When does he tell me no? Well, and that's the problem. <laughs> I have told him to tell you no. I have told Christina's boyfriend to tell her no and nobody ever listens to me nobody ever listens to mom <laughs> listen I Our lives would be so much greater <laughs> if you would listen to me all the time would it because I might throw fits and he may not want to hear the fits that well I, I don't blame him because you just <laughs> he's just he's so whiny and the problem is, is your spouses, all your guys' spouses and significant others, spoil you rotten. Spoil you rotten. I d- but I've also told their significant others that they are not, there are no returns, exchanges, <laughs> refunds, nothing. They Once they take them, they got to keep them. Yeah, well... You know, he wouldn't give me back. And he wouldn't know what to do with himself. I did not spoil these children, so I don't know how they ended up this way. It may be because, well. Maybe it was because I didn't give you enough. No, 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 <laughs> no. Because I'm not, to be honest, like, I 
I'm not really, I can survive without things, like, Except I mean. Except for your tattoos. I love my tattoos. I have 11 <laughs> tattoos. I plan on getting a 12th tattoo. Um, <laughs> let's not get into conversations about tattoos right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, I had to. Our dad wouldn't let us have, like, your ex-husband, my dad, wouldn't let us have shit. So, like, when Lynn stepped in, she took everything away if we pissed her off enough. <laughs> she had a favorite kid of the month, sometimes the week. So, the more that you pissed her off, the less likely you were going to be the kid of the month. And then if you were, and I was just telling Chris about this the other day, and he looked at me like I was, like, telling him, like, false information. And I was like, no. I was like, seriously. I was like, you wanted to be the favorite child of the week or the month. I was like, because you got to do things that the others couldn't do. Like, eat really good food versus eating the crappy food that they used to make all the freaking time. <laughs> we couldn't even use a microwave. Um... Because one time, uh, I don't even think it was us. I honestly think it was Dad left a fork in the um, microwave and blew <laughs> the up the microwave. Fork. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of it, when we got blamed for breaking the toilet, <laughs> the toilet seat, because she didn't have the uh, kahunas to um, say it was her that broke the toilet seat. <laughs> I, guess- I never. Well, I shouldn't say I didn't spoil my children. I did, too. You did. You guys you... were talking about birthday parties. I have always been huge about birthday parties. My kids have probably had a birthday party when they were younger every single year. I was huge. I mean, a lot of times, because all their birthdays fall right together, they had to share a party. But I always made sure I asked them what kind of cake they wanted and I always made them separate cakes or bought them separate cakes or whatever. So they always got separate cakes. But um, birthdays are big to me. So I feel like in that aspect, I always spoiled them. But when it came to, like, materialistic things, the good thing about boys is they did, you know, for the most part, they, at least my boys, um, didn't care about the name brand stuff, which made things easier for me. Now, my husband's children, they had to have everything name brand. So, you know, it was a balance. But my boys, for the most part, and, you know, now that they're older, I feel like, I mean, it's okay for you to be spoiled. But I do feel like your significant other spoil you a bit too much. Sometimes. sometimes. They never tell you no. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there was, there was only one time that I, like, would have probably been told no, and that was when we went to Florida, and me and Chris got into that huge fight in Florida, and I think that would probably be the only time I would have ever been told no. That was hilarious. (laughs) I have never, Chris is always, he takes Tyler very well. He is very calm with Tyler. He lets Tyler be Tyler, which sometimes can be a lot. Yeah. Um, And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just Tyler (laughs) has always been Tyler. And and Chris just kind of sits back and 
just looks at them and, you know, <laughs> moves on. But when we were in Florida, I think Chris just, <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, dang, I'm like, you go, girl. <laughs> Tyler's like trying to talk back to him and Chris told him to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. I thought, man, I was like, I didn't know Chris had this in him. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, we, we don't, me and him don't ever really fight. So like, I mean, we have our little arguments, but they're not like, like that was in but it's Florida. Okay to fight. So he was like, that was the first time I think that I've ever really seen him kind of like blow up especially at me and so like it was it takes him a lot to get to that point so like if he's at that point he's at that point that means like oh i need to take steps back yeah it was like me yeah okay i've told you enough you keep doing it it's gonna be the end of it (laughs) yeah so and your poor brother paid the price (laughs) i'm sorry again steven (laughs) I literally smacked the smile smacked the right smile off, off but he of his smiled face. at the wrong moment. He did. It was like the totally wrong moment, and he was standing there. And so, I'm still so sorry, Stephen. He didn't talk to me for like four hours. <laughs> so let's give context. <laughs> so my mom hates being lost. Like you get her Hate lost. It. Like I go ballistic if I'm lost. And if I don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing, then you better shut up and let me figure it out. Or I just, I mean, I literally lose my shit. And we were at the aquarium. Yep. We were going to the aquarium. We were meeting my dad at the aquarium. And my dad kept texting me, asking me where we were. And then he would call me. And for some reason, we could not figure out what floor to get off of no matter what button we hit we were on the wrong floor and I was just like losing my shit now mind you this was before I started my meds because you know if you don't know me well I am on anxiety meds and it's the best thing ever she prays on it I will yes it it is amazing no shame in my anxiety meds nobody should have shame in their anxiety meds but anyway, <laughs> Stephen was happened to be standing next to me. And I mean, had I not been so pissed, I would have seen why he thought it was so funny. Because it was like me and my husband and all these kids. We had seven kids. <laughs> and we're on this elevator. And we just keep pushing these buttons. <laughs> and it's never the right and, floor. Uh, yeah. Like, I felt like I was in a horror movie. And mind you, and it was all of us. And like calling constantly. And it was just this horrible nightmare. And then Steven just starts cracking up laughing. And <laughs> I, I just instantly smacked him. And then as soon as I did it, I felt bad. But it was <laughs> It's like, dude, you just laughed at the wrong. <laughs> well, I think what was going on, because it was my my three step brothers, um, my sister, it both was my all sisters, of you. Yeah. but I, she was a baby, so she yeah, has an she excuse. was little. So, um, uh, we were all but Stephen. And were... I hate elevators, and it was hot. Yeah. So that was the other thing. If I get hot, that just makes it even worse. 
And we so, were all pushing buttons, and I think we were all talking. The only one that wasn't was Steven, and he was the only one standing back, like, just watching it happen. Which he does. He's an <laughs> observer. Like, he could be, he was, he's been like that since he was a baby. Like, Tyler would be, like, going totally ballistic, and Steven would just sit there and stare at him like, dude, what's your problem? He's just always kind of been that. Mellow child? I don't know about mellow. But yes and no, you know, he, he's just always out of the two of you, he's been the calmer one and he would just, you know, and sometimes I feel like Steven gets lost in the mix because he's so quiet and he's, he doesn't. Except for the one time you forgot Christina over at grandma's. Over at grandma's? Yeah. We You're talking forgot. about, your th- it was the picture. It was about a picture. Oh, and- yeah. <laughs> Christina got forgotten. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? We never forgot. <laughs> so you guys have to understand. So my older daughter doesn't come into town very often. And usually, especially, you know, here over the last year or so, it's been a lot nicer now that Tyler and Steven are closer again. But there for years, it was like impossible to get all three of my children in the same room, my older children in the same room at the same time. So at Christmas, they were, the three of them were standing there. (laughs) And I know this sounds awful. And I love you, Christina. You know, I do. (laughs) But the three of them were standing there in front of me. And I'm like, oh, oh, my babies are in the same room. I'm like, come get a picture with mommy. And Christina was like standing <laughs> off in the background. And she's like, oh, I'm not one of your babies. No, you said, oh, all three of my children. <laughs> so I know it sounds awful. I know it does. But it was just, it's. One of those mom, when the boys started talking again, it was one of those mom moments that you're just, your heart is just exploding with happiness because, you know, I don't know. I can't explain it. And then, you know, when Samantha's there, because I don't get to see her very often, that it just, I mean, she calls me on a regular basis and she Snapchats me Oh, does she do that now? Oh, she calls me about once a week. Does she? And she Snapchats me every day. I get a picture every morning. So, you know, it's just, it was just one of those moments where I was like, and I know it's sad. I forgot Christina, but it wasn't, it wasn't my intention in that way. Yeah. I think it's because like it, it, you, you, because you guys are together, you know, and, Stephen and her would be together, or Samantha and her would be together. But to but have it was the never three of you guys together, <laughs> all her older was children like, never in the same it was room. A, so, like I said, over the last year, it's been more of a um, thing, which I just love, and <laughs> you know, it just makes this mom's heart happy. But um, yeah. you know, no, I get it. So. Um, Liz sent some questions. Okay. And I think that you kind of covered one of them, but, like, at the same time, let's kind of go back through because I can't remember the exact spot. So these, I think, are very, 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 very great questions. And the last one, the only reason why she asked it is because she got asked a lot because she was a young mom. So she, 
the last question was obviously save for last, and we'll kind of break it down. Okay. So that way I'm not reading too much into it. So the first question is she wants to know who was the most difficult in childhood and who was the most difficult in their teens. So as we all know, (laughs) Samantha was the most difficult in her teens. And not that I didn't, you know, I always loved my children. (laughs) Some days I didn't like them very much. And Samantha was just a, she was an amazing baby. Like she was the best, and both my girls were really good babies. But, (laughs) and my boys were nightmares as babies. They were just, they never slept. They were, it was, uh, you guys don't even understand. I don't think I got a full night's sleep until these boys hit teenagehood because then they wanted to sleep all the time. They were just constantly just on the go. Like it was, it was insane. Like, I don't think people, it's amazing. I never drank when you were little (laughs) because not that I didn't drink, but it's amazing. I didn't become an alcoholic because it was, it was a lot at times. And, you know, yeah. thank goodness Samantha was a good baby because, and then she would, some, she would be funny because she would step in and act like their mom when she was <laughs> younger, which is, you know, but so then she had teenagehood and turned into a nightmare. <laughs> but then when she, when she got pregnant, it was like she, you know, things became better. And I feel like now we're to the point right. where you know, I would expect us to be, even if we hadn't hit those bumpy roads as her, you know, her being a teen. So, and then Christina is just, (sighs) she's a good kid. Like I can't, she acts like Samantha. Sometimes there's (laughs) moments where she like pops off at the mouth and I'm like, Oh my God, you sound just like your sister. And it goes right through me. But as far as she was a great baby, like we could take at the time, you got to realize we had six other kids Mm. and they were older and we could literally take her anywhere and she would sleep in the car for 20 minutes and we'd get to the next sporting event and she'd be awake and never, kid hardly ever cried or anything. But I I remember, speaking of Christina, I remember there's a story that... (laughs) It's like one of my, I don't know why I remember it. So like there, she was younger and I think you, she wanted a Diet Coke because that was like your favorite thing to drink at the time was Diet Coke and she wanted a Diet Coke and she was probably about George's age. So she got the Diet Coke out of the refrigerator and I remember she was coming over to tell you, well, she had dropped it and it had like burst open and it had sprayed everywhere <laughs> and like you you had this most calm look on your face of you were just gonna ask me well she panicked and ran and hid underneath the blanket <laughs> because she thought she was gonna get in trouble well here's the thing so I know when you guys were younger and again I was a new mom you boy me and you boys pretty much grew up together you know, because I was a new mom. I had twins right out of the gate. And I remember sitting in the hospital and they 
were wheeling me out and they handed me these two babies. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with these two babies? And, you know, and I had postpartum depression, which back in those days, people really didn't really aware of what it was. And I had it really severe. So, I mean, we cried together all the time. (laughs) It was just, it was, it was scary to me. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have as much patience back then, but as I got older and I learned that yelling isn't always the answer, um, you know, I became a different mom. And sometimes I feel guilty because, you know, I feel like with my older children, I was so young and so inexperienced that, and I had you guys so close together that there were moments I didn't enjoy because I didn't know that I should enjoy them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me I, wrong. I enjoyed being a mom. I loved being a mom. I loved you guys. But it, it's been a different experience yeah. with Christina because now I know those times aren't coming back. Like right. when you're young, you don't think of those things. And that's why I try right. to tell you guys. They're only little for short so period of short, time. It happens so quickly. And that was one of the questions that she wanted to ask is, especially with having twin boys, is if you could, because um, I'm skipping down one of the questions, or in one of the questions, she was asking, if you could go back in time, would you choose to have twins when you were older, or do you think you had them when you were meant to, or have us when you were meant to so I guess that kind of implies I Samantha was planned that's a difficult question because you know she got the reason why she asked that question is because she yeah. got asked that question a lot too as I, a younger mother I always wanted twins always wanted twins you can ask your grandmother like I always wanted twins mm-hmm. and then when I got pregnant with you guys and found out you were twins I was I was ecstatic, but I was scared. You know, I was only 17 when I got pregnant. I had literally just turned 18 when I had them, just graduated from high school. Right. You know, that's a difficult question to answer. Do part, let me say it this way. You guys, you boys taught me a lot in life. All my children have. And helped me mature and it helped me realize what to do and what not to do but if I could had I waited I would have been more financially stable and this is why you know I don't this is it's difficult to be a young parent because you know I wasn't wasn't that I wasn't able to go to college but it would have been very difficult having twins and do I did I give things up? Yes. Do I regret giving things up? No. I mean, I don't. When I look at you guys now, I'm like, mm. I couldn't be more happy. More happy, you know. But do I feel like I could have done better for you guys if I had been older? Yes. So it's like it's one of those things that you're like, mm, sh- don't regret it. I don't. Do I wish I was older? Probably. But then I'm like, now I get to enjoy you guys now as adults and I'm still somewhat young. Yeah. Quote unquote. And 
I get to enjoy my grandchildren and all that. So, but then I'm also like with Christina, you know, when I first got pregnant with Christina, I was like, oh my God, she's going to be starting kindergarten and my boys are going to be graduating high school. What am I going to do? But then as it happened, I'm like, I am so glad that I was able to have a child at this point in time in my life because it made me realize that you were more, yeah, I was more aware, aware of, of yeah, what you needed what, to be, what needed to happen. And so it's like, and part of me as a mom hates saying those things, but I, you know, having it on both aspects has made me realize how important being a mom is right. and, and why I'm so insisted on learn from my mistakes. Like, yeah. because I don't, not that they, not that you and your brother and your sister are mistakes by any means, but had I waited, you guys might not have had as many struggles as you've had. Well, I, is that, yeah, no, that makes sense on certain aspects. I think, um, one of the people that obviously you made children with isn't exactly the best being on the planet. But, you know, I, but I wouldn't, but you, you, but, you won't, you know, like I always tell you, everything happens for a reason. Right. Do, you know, I'm come to the point in my life where I don't hate your father. I'm not, not that I really think I ever hated him. I think you guys were just young. We were very young. He was immature, and I think that, I mean, he's mature. I don't know what it, to call it, to be honest, but he's better than he was. Do I think of him as my dad? Yeah, absolutely. I love him, but, like, he's more like an acquaintance when we do get together. Like, Bobby reminds me more of my dad, would be, like, more of, like, my dad, because, A, like, well, I think he's Bobby's been, been there more supportive, supportive of you boys and in your journeys than your father was. Yeah, and I think that also, like, the way he interacts with his grandchildren, like, my children, like, the way he interacts with them is so much... My, my dad doesn't try, so, like, that, like, he's just... He's he is where he is, and that's where he 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 is going to be. And I I forgave my dad. I don't have like these hateful feelings toward him towards him, because like when I'm in a room with him, I'm not gonna I don't want to strangle him or like break down and cry because where's my dad? I don't have a relationship with him. But like, he's just an acquaintance, and I think that's more like what he'll always be to me. I mean, if he listens to this, I'm speaking my truth, and that's how it's going to be. And I do think he's changed over the years. And, you know, I don't regret having you guys with him because you wouldn't be you had it been anybody else. So, you know. So, you answered pretty much all the questions because the next one was going to be what was the first thought when you found out you have you were having twins you always wanted to have twins which is ironic because i always wanted a twin boy and a twin a a set of twins but one a boy one girl which is technically what i wanted (laughs) technically i got two girls but (laughs) 
<laughs> that was a joke, people. My boys know it was. Um, they are fabulous queens, and I love them very much, and they know I do. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, had I had a boy and a girl, would I have had another one? I don't know. So, you know, then you're on the aspect of, well, then Samantha wouldn't exist. But, you know, I mean, I again, I'm a true believer in everything happens yeah. for a reason. I The things I went through with your father made me a stronger person. And and I think the same thing applies, like, for me so, in general. Especially when me not being, wanting to be that kind of specific parent. Yeah. Either. Like, I mean, I have my moments. My kids drive me nuts, but they, like, we drove you nuts. It's, I think that, like, this is the thing that we've talked about all the time. I don't regret having my children. I never regret having them. I never regret, because, like, Leo and Mackenzie will ask that question, do you regret having children? No, I don't. Do I like you guys all the time? No, I no. don't. Because I'm not going to. you gonna... drive me crazy? Yeah. Yes. But do I love you guys all the time? Absolutely. Yeah. I love all my children all the time and that's never going to end no matter what you do i'm always going to be here for you yeah. so like i i just like i you feel you don't have to agree with no. everything like i don't i've not ever totally agreed with everything you've done in your life i try to give you my motherly advice sometimes you guys take it sometimes you don't but i've never been one to say this is what you should do blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this is what I think. Take it or leave it. I'm giving you my motherly advice based on things I've gone through and been through. And I just want you to have it better. Mm. And that's any mother's goal is that they want their children to have things better than what they had it they had yeah and you know all mothers feel guilty that could there's something I could have done better or blah 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 and is being a teenage mom an ideal way to start being a mother no but again I don't know that I would change it just because of where you are now so you know that's such a open-ended question yeah no and I think that, that like I think that's important because like you can have that question and that is a great question it's not a sense of like oh if I would have waited to like I was older okay yeah things may have been different but then I may not have Christina but, yeah. so it's like you know wait how do you answer that question or would we be the people that we are today so like that's so many different like you said so many different questions and it's possible that we wouldn't be the specific people we are because you may have not been with the same same man which I wouldn't have blamed you but you know but but you know I and you know I kind of group you like I love my girls you know people are like oh I'm glad I'm not a girl mom or they're like I'm glad I'm not a boy mom I was lucky enough to be a girl and a boy mom and are there difficult aspects on both end yes mm -hmm. would I change the fact that I have two boys and two girls never you know I I am very fortunate to have you guys and and my stepkid you know my stepchildren have turned out to be you know we didn't always have the easiest road either right. and you know I feel like 
you know, I look back now and I just look at all of you and, you know, you don't all have the perfect lives, but you all have grown up to be, I think, amazing people. And I know you're all still growing and you're maturing and you're finding yourselves, but, you know, you're all pretty much self-efficient, which is any mother's dream. Um, some of you, it took longer to get there than others, but you yeah. know, that's just, it is what it is. And, well, you know, so as being a mom and a stepmom, I feel like I'm lucky, you know, we, I'm not as close to my stepchildren as some stepmoms may be, but it doesn't mean that I love them any less. And I'm proud of, you know, um, their my, achievements. I am, you know, mm -hmm. like little Bobby, I would have never, we call him little Bobby. It's my husband's oldest son. Um, I would have never thought when he was younger that he would be the amazing dad he is now. And so that's, that's. He didn't want to move forward in that type of relationship or have kids. And I always wanted to have children. So in my mind, and I was also dealing with other stuff too on top of it, but in my mind, I'm not going to stay in a relationship that I'm not happy in and isn't going to move forward. But you know, everything that you went through with your, you know, with your anxiety and your depression and all that stuff, <laughs> you know, it was, and I think your brother sees it now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't know that he saw it then, but I think he sees it now because he wasn't around for some of that. Mm -hmm. But I think it was in that, like, around that time that I realized you were going to be okay. Like you, because there were, there was a good year that I wasn't sure that you were going to be okay. Oh, and yeah. I think at that point... I realized, okay, he he knows what he wants, and he's working towards, you know, you may not have done it in the way that other people wanted you to do it. And again, I don't have to agree with everything you do or say or want to do, but I can guide you and tell you what my opinions are, and then you can go from there. And up until that moment, we had you had done a lot of soul searching to get to even that point. Yeah. And, you know, Chris came in. Do I think Chris is, Chris is a blessing to you, <laughs> you know, and, and I've told you this before. I know when you went through the original breakup, I said, you're not going to know it. You don't know it now, but everything happens for a reason. And do I think, you know, I feel like you boys, it may have not happened in the most traditional way, but you, at the time, you found your places on where you needed to be. Right. So it didn't exactly have happen with roses and <laughs> cherries and all that wonderful stuff and whipped cream on top. You know, it was very messy. But in the end, you know. You... And I think a lot of people also didn't think that I would ever get to that and I never you know to be honest like I, I I was doing my own thing I was very out there like when you were young and there's plenty of people that right. just totally do whatever and then eventually they just hit this 
spot and they're like, okay, I'm ready to become an adult and I'm ready to become a parent. You know, it's, it happens to everybody at different times. Right. Unfortunately, sometimes people like me get pregnant early and you have to mature a little more. Now, some people still get pregnant early and still don't mature (laughs) and they fall apart. But, you know, I chose, I was like, okay, you guys didn't choose for me to get pregnant. That was the one thing so, I think that, like, I even said from the it's beginning. It's like, why would that be fair of me not to be the best mom that I could be? Not that I was perfect. I know you tell me all the time that I'm a perfect <laughs> mom, but I, I know I'm not perfect. Well, and I don't claim to be perfect. No. But I did the best I could do considering the circumstances. And I was lucky. You know, your grandparents, I'm especially your grandfather when you guys were younger, had... Had he not taken one of you one night and another one another night just so I would have a break and Mm. just have one baby to focus on, would I have made it through that first year? I don't know because I was an emotional wreck. I wasn't, was doing a lot of things on my own and I was, I had postpartum depression and, you know, your grandma would listen to me cry on the phone and just listen and whatever. And then your grandfather would say, okay. And and he was working at the time. He would literally come take one of you guys, keep you overnight, and then bring you back to me in the morning. Just so I would have that little yeah. bit of extended sleep time, maybe an hour. Because, you know, but it it was amazing. And I know a lot of people don't have that support. And I was very, very lucky that I had that kind of support system behind Mm. me. Would I have made it through without that support system? I don't know. That's what I say about ours. Because, like, when we first got our children, like, me and Chris got our children, Chris was traveling to West Virginia. Not, like, the first few weeks, but eventually he got it. And I had four children in one roof. And... It was very difficult because the only time we saw him was on the weekends. So, like, scream and yell. And, like, sometimes, like, you you even hear it on the phone where it's like, I'm asking for five seconds to have a conversation. And I can't even have a conversation because it's like every single time I go to speak, I get interrupted. So, like, you know, you you understood. So, like, I'm going through the same thing. So, you're doing exactly what I need you to do as my mother and as my parent. So, like... And Bobby, he's, he's amazing. I'll, I'll text him. <laughs> so I'm going to sound like a bad grandma. No. So I I love my grandchildren. <laughs> but I can only handle all of them for maybe two days tops. Three is pushing the limit. <laughs> Papa Bob, on the other hand, would keep them longer. But... Gigi, well, Gigi also works two jobs. So yeah. I also am working on the weekends when we have them. So it, you know, if lately I've been working four hour shifts, although this weekend I've got to work six hour shifts. Sure. So the four hour shifts aren't too bad, but like Georgia has to sleep with me when she's with us. And I don't sleep very well because she's. <laughs> in my crack literally and so you know it's like I'm already tired (laughs) and then so you know 
I may sound like a bad grandmother, but no. I do love my grandchildren and I love spending time with them. But I only like spending time with them in increments. Because mm. <laughs> I already raised all my kids. Yeah, and <laughs> Leo's a lot, so I don't I don't blame you there. Yeah, JJ's a lot. Hey, you're getting a night away from him. We have to deal with that poor kid. He's uh, a good I mean he He's I love, I him. love him. I love him. You to know, death. I he just it's the whining that gets Oh my to gosh. Me. Yeah. Like you guys were not whiners. He is a whiner, and it drives me insane. <laughs> I don't know where he gets it from. I don't know where he gets it from either. But he does it. He's bad. He, like, whines. So, but I think that, like, from where you're coming from, and, like, I think, you know, Bobby, he's amazing when it comes to if I, you're always, like, ask him, because he's the one that will be like, okay, he'll take time off. That's because he's a kid himself. So, like, it's the support. And when we moved to West Virginia, that was rough. That it was, was hard. And it's hard. Rough. You know, the drive was hard. <sighs> and, you know, I'm glad you guys are back. Yeah. You know, I wish, I don't think Samantha's ever going to move back here. Um, But I wish she did live here because now you have children. Yeah. And I feel like. You know, I love to see them all playing together, like at Nana's party. You know, yeah. it's just, it's fun to see them all together. And so, but, you know, she's, they're happy where they're at and they're doing, you know, their thing and whatever. But I do miss, I I miss that. I yeah. want that. But, you know, again, well, you guys all have to do your thing yeah. and be happy with who you are and. I think that, like, that was the one thing that, like, it was it was especially hard because, like, moving back here was, like, the best decision in the sense of where we were coming from to have that support. I don't, like, it's hard having three children. You know, you've had six, seven. So, like, it's just, like, and all our kids are different ages, general. So, it's, like, we got um, 14, um, I have four because Austin. Yeah. 14, 15, 15, he's 15. And then we have um, 10, 8, and 3, almost 4. So <laughs> I can see him in the. Uh... My husband is filming <laughs> me, and I am now flipping him off. I can see him in the, uh, what's it called? The little mirror over here. <laughs> Good job, babe. <laughs> That's and... an inside joke. <laughs> Good job. So what was Amanda's last question, or did we already um, answer I think you already that? filled it, but I, I, I kind of want to know this question. I really do. So, um, and I think you might have covered it. Or Liz, it this, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, it's okay. <laughs> um, I think you've kind of covered it in the sense of way, um, but I do want to know which one, and I want to know which one was, what, which don't ask me who my favorite child is. No, I'm never, I'm not going to ask that. It, it's kind of like a play on for her, on what her question was initially. But out of me and Steven, who was the better child when they were younger? And who was the better teen? Or his feelings won't get hurt. It's okay. So again, that's a hard question. <laughs> and I think I've told you guys this. So like you were so, so both my boys had ADD. I believe that Steven just had ADD mm. and Tyler had ADHD. So Tyler was always like 
bouncing off the walls. Now, Stephen was hyper at times, and there were things. They were jumping off of things all the time. It's amazing. They never, we only ended up with one, <laughs> one broken, broken arm, and it wasn't even on my watch. <laughs> so, you know, yay to me. <laughs> yay. Yes. <laughs> so, but um, Stephen was kind of more of a chill type baby in his own way. Not that you were both really chill, but he kind of was. And again, I don't feel you boy like, well, I shouldn't say he's a smart ass. He's I, I think he's like his father was when he was younger, but he always, he's very, he's caring, even though he doesn't want you to know he's caring. Yeah. You so I feel like you most you boys. I feel like when you hit eighteen, like as teenagers, you weren't horrible. But once you hit eighteen, you're like, I'm eighteen. I know everything. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want to do, and so I don't I'm like when I snuck out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't and. How dumb do you think your mother is? See, my children, <laughs> all our children, really. You know, fortunately, me and Bobby were young parents, so we know all the little things. And my husband was, he wasn't a great teenager. He got in a lot of trouble, snuck out a lot. So our bedroom, when we moved into this house, we built extra bedrooms in the basement because at the time we had five boys and Christina. So we had to make extra room. So we built a room downstairs for us in the basement. Well, you can hear everything upstairs. And the boys were like, now, mind you, my boys never went to bed as teenagers before midnight. (laughs) And they were like, oh, we're tired. It's like nine (laughs) o'clock. We're going to bed early. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) So then me and my husband, about a half hour later, went downstairs, went to bed, and you can hear the floor creaking. Was was Bobby there? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember if he was So I called them, and I'm like, where are you at? And they're like, oh, we're in bed. I'm like, no, you're freaking not. <laughs> I'm like, I heard you walking around. I'm like, get your ass back in the house and go to bed. <laughs> we were and they're gone. like, how did you know? You and let like, us go. You, I'm like, how did you? How stupid do you think I am? No, we got in trouble the next day, but you let us go because you were, yeah, because I don't think Bobby was there. I think he was at work. I think you went to bed and you heard the creaking. No, because what you had said was you better get home before Bobby gets home. I don't know. And my children, you know, we didn't put a lot of. I mean, that would have been in a different time. but. But we did expect them to be home by a certain time and. We expected them to let us know where they were. Yeah. Because so, I, it's my job as a parent. I get so it. So do I think, I don't know which one was worse. I don't. Okay. I, I think that I was the more, when I got older, as my adult years, I think I was the more chill adult. I think Stephen was you more had, of the, you had your own issues, though, I, as yeah, an adult. Yeah, no, I so agree. So you were more but, stressful. Not in a, just in a worried way. You yeah, were more stressful. No, I, I have my things in. I can tell that Steven, later. And that's part of the thing. I feel like Steven sometimes floats under the radar because he's just so quiet, quiet mm. and he doesn't, he's not as. 
outgoing. Well, he, oh, I wouldn't say outgoing. Be. He can He's, be very can outgoing. He can be outgoing. But... And he has Sorry, bro. an amazing personality. <laughs> but I think, you know. We have two different personalities. You do. You really do. And and I'm glad that you both have different personalities. It's, you know, I feel like before Stephen met a certain somebody when he was in high school, me and him had a good friendship. And then he met this person, and I feel like this person destroyed him. Oh, absolutely. And me and Stephen kind of grew apart. And then now I feel like we're... Coming back coming together. Back together. Yeah. And and well, I miss that. With you, I feel like you were, you know, you would try to push the envelope a little, and then you were like, oh, mommy, I'm so sorry, <laughs> because you were such a mama's boy. And I feel always like you've forever. always been a mama's boy. So, you know, it's just, it just depends. Do I think I've, I ever had horrible children? No. I think I've, considering the fact that, We've had seven kids between us. I think we did pretty well. It was we were young and dumb. I don't know if my all the children agree <laughs> on that, but I feel like as a parent, for the most part, we did pretty well. I think yeah. No, I, I think you guys did wonderful because obviously like I'm a dad now, so like I love I love being a dad and I I learned more from you on the aspects of what to do as a parent and I learn from my dad to what not to do to be a parent <laughs> and it's fun to watch and and this is but you're a grandparent now i know and you know that's i would love to see steven be a parent because i he reminds me of grandma it's just one of those when he's a parent as a mom you, you want to see your kids be parents it's, yeah. it's fun to watch it's just it's neat to see and so he, he, I think th- that's like the aspect of his life that I haven't got to see yet. Yeah, and I think he'll be because he's dad. an amazing uncle. Yeah, like the kids love him. He plays with them. They, he's an amazing uncle, and you know, I kind of felt like that about your uncle Doug too. You know, he he debated whether he wanted to have kids for a little while and um um <laughs> as you said his name again listens. i don't know if he listens but um when doug decided to become a parent like he was always good with you guys he was great and i knew he would be a good parent mm. and i knew he he was good with kids and so when he did become a parent it was fun to watch cuz yeah. it's like I think I, I think honestly I honestly think cuz Stephen has so much patience when it comes to kids that like more patience than I do and I'm kind of like he he, he he's going to be an amazing dad when he gets the opportunity to I yeah. think that he is going to flourish yeah. at being a parent he's so calm he kind of reminds me of grandma sometimes <laughs> I told him this to his face, so it's fine. He knows. But I do, I honestly think that, I think that he's, he, he when he gets there, he, he's going to flourish. Yeah. I honestly think that he's just, he is. He's an amazing uncle. Um, His nieces and his nephews love him. Like, they have such great relationship. I love it. It was one of the biggest things that, like, when me and my brother were having issues, that I'm so glad that he's able to be a part of my children's lives, because that was the one thing that, like, was kind of eating me up inside, Yeah, was the fact that, like, 
he's not going to be around to see his nephews and his nieces grow yeah. as people. And that's just, and that's why when you, the three of you are together, I'm like, oh. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that he, he's incredible. I think he'll be incredible when he becomes a parent. I really hope he gets the opportunity to become a parent. I really hope that he gets to live the life that he deserves. If not, he'll be a, the fun uncle. The fun uncle. The, the fun, one that can, fun gunkle. The gunkle. The one that can spoil all the and kids. And everybody needs a gunkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he cracks me up because, like, the kids, the, we'll kind of wrap this up because we've been here for a minute and I'm going to have to edit all this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> but no, you it's know, been a, I love to talk. It's me too. It's okay. I could sit here all day long. Liz is going to be like, this is why I needed to be there was <laughs> to cut the shit off. No, no. She would talk <laughs> just as much. She's just as bad. Sometimes we have, because a lot of people before I finished what I was saying, because people like, I like longer episodes. And honestly, on YouTube, when we get to the point of YouTube, it's actually people love longer episodes. So sometimes it's hard for me to stop talking when I'm in the middle of a roll of talking yeah. because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to stop. But um, to wrap this up, to wrap up so we can, I know your husband's probably want to go home. Yeah. And I know he's not hangry because I fed him before we got here. I'm getting a little hungry. Because so. when he gets hungry, <laughs> it is not pretty. Not pretty. But um, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And well, I, thanks for having me. I I'm am sad that Liz is in yeah, here. Yeah, she was devastated. I am sad too. But I'm proud of you guys too. And I'm so glad that you guys have found your friendship again. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I just, you guys don't know. I mean, I don't, there's things that make my heart happy. <laughs> and you and Liz make my heart happy. All my children make my heart happy. When you guys are all talking, it makes my heart happy. I mean, you know, it's just... It's like something that should have been yes. put back together to begin with. And, you know, I just... I love being a mom. I love being a twin mom. <laughs> I love my girls. I love my boys. I love all my grandchildren, no matter how they came to us. And I'm so excited to see what everybody's future brings. Yeah. And, um, the, you know, it, I love this. I love doing this. And hopefully the next time, maybe because we never know, we're trying to get to YouTube. Yeah. So you may be on camera uh -oh. in the future, but I'll have to get my hair done, <laughs> 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 but what we're trying to do is hopefully next time you will come again. And next time Liz will be on here and we'll do a completely different show. Maybe a calm, funny, whatever type of show and talk about some shoot the crap there. But um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the episode. Okay. I want to thank my mother. You're welcome. And, thank you. Um, yeah, you're welcome. I, I love this. So, all right, guys. Um, so I wanted to say a little thing different because we have to change the ending. So you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other platforms that um, were played. Um, we just found out that we were on other platforms. Um, you can search, laugh, and chat with Ty and Liz. 
um, Laugh and Chat with Ty and Liz uh, on Google now. Ooh, and wow. It, yeah, it can pull us up. So we're really excited. Also, um, we want to thank you guys for listening. And if you guys, please, 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 because we're trying, trying, trying to come up with other stuff that we want to do for the podcast, not just strictly be a parent podcast, but also be more like real and down to kind of earth and just talk about some bullshit too as well. I mean, we're parents, so we're going to talk about our kids a lot, but we also want to do other things. Also, if you guys have any questions for us or want to get um, to talk to us, we are laughing chat at Ty and Liz at gmail.com or laugh and chat with Ty and Liz on Facebook and Facebook Messenger. Yes, we have a Facebook Messenger. My mother messages it a lot, so I do see it come through. Like, stop talking about vomit. <laughs> yeah. Um, stop talking about vomit, because the last episode we did. Also, my mom doesn't think possums are cute. I want to know what other people think about it. I love possums. I think they're adorable. They're big little rats, but they're adorable. Also, um, I want to thank you guys for listening and make sure that you guys subscribe to us. And when Liz comes back, we're going to talk about um, uh, how me and our partners met. And we're also going to talk about a little bit of what we want to plan on doing in the future with our podcast. So thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.